0: Hey listeners, welcome to a new episode of Podcasting Mastered. I'm your host, Ethan Meyer, and I'm joined, as always, by my two very good friends, Wade and Chelsea. And this is episode 49 of the podcast. Um, on today's episode, we're going to do another real talk where we highlight a specific film and talk about, you know, our, our first time watching it, what we like about it, what maybe you know, what we didn't like about it, um, some of the film's merits. Uh, you know, interesting tidbits, you know, the the list goes on. So before we get into that, though, I want to remind the listeners that we have our one year anniversary show coming up and we would like to hear from you, the listeners. So if anybody has any uh, questions for any, you know, any of the uh, podcast members here for myself or Wade or Chelsea, be sure to uh, send those in. You can you can tweet at the uh, podcast twitter you can email us you can uh find us on social you know you can uh check out our discord and post them there so any of those outlets will will work great um and we'll have you know we'll have all that stuff in the uh the show notes and like i said you can check out the uh, podcast twitter handle the instagram facebook you know we we pretty much exist in all those places um so yeah uh send us any questions uh you know, it could be about the show. It could be about sh- uh, show like episodes past. If you guys have anything you want to talk about, it could be about us. Be as personal as you want. Um, Wade and Chelsea are pretty uh, pretty open, so they they like that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, and that uh, it's like the first week of June, I think it's yeah, yeah. Chelsea's shaking her head yes, so she's my <laughs> she's my calendar over here. So yeah, we'd like to hear from you guys. So. Like I said, one year anniversary episode coming up. Um, send us any of your uh, questions, and yeah, it should be a should be a good time. On to today's episode. So last time we did a real talk. Um, Chelsea picked Nosferatu, the uh, the classic film, and we you know we kind of talked about that and dissected it a little bit and talked about its legacy and and uh, all those good things. So. This time, it was Wade's turn to pick a film, and he picked Sweeney Todd, The Demon Barber of Fleet Street, um, which is the film that was uh, directed by Tim Burton and had starred uh, Johnny Depp and Alan Rickman, the late Alan Rickman, and Helena Bonham Carter. So, Wade, why don't you tell the listeners why you picked Sweeney Todd?
1: Well... Um, I picked Twinny Todd because I have loved this movie for such a long time um, for a plethora of reasons. Um, but uh, because I, I really like Tim Burton, um, I like that the dark, creepy uh, aesthetic that he always has and everything he does. Um, and the fact that he, that he did a musical, just, it really interested me a lot. So back in 2007 when they were like, hey, this movie's coming out, um, and he's going to take on Sweeney Todd. I was just like, wow, because uh, I had I had heard of the musical though to this day I still have never seen it. Um, like the actual production of it. Yeah. Uh, I was so interested in finally getting to like to watch it. Um, but then like the, the cast came out and stuff and I was like, well, here we go again. Um, all the usual suspects.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> Tim Burton definitely has his, uh, his crew.
1: He yes. does. Um, so I was like, okay, I'm sold. So I remember uh, going out of town to see it because our uh, theater, our little three house theater, did not get it. Um, so we went out of town to watch it, uh, sat through it, and just got out and I was just like, whoa, that's that's intense. Um, <laughs> and and it's just it's a it's one of my favorite musicals. Um, I hope to watch it someday on stage, but we'll get there someday.
0: Yeah. I, yeah, I've, I've never once seen the, uh, the, uh, the, like the stage production of it. In fact, I don't, I've never, I've never seen like a professional, like musical production. I've seen a little shop of Horrors, but it was, uh, uh through college. So it was like a college production. So it's like, oh, I remember am- amateur, <laughs> you know, um, it was good, but you know, it wasn't like going to like, uh, the Fox or, you know, our, yeah, it's uh, not quite it's, the same. Yeah, stuff like that. Um, yeah, I remember. I remember watching this theater or this uh, film in theaters. Um, I actually went with my sister because she is a she, you know she's a huge Burton fan. She's a huge Johnny Depp fan. Um, and I was kind of skeptical of it because, like, I like some musicals because I grew up watching them with my mom, but it's not something that I seek out. Um, but knowing that it was um burton and knowing that it was johnny depp and that it was a musical like all those things kind of were intriguing because i like i know johnny depp was like in a band in his youth like some sort of like garage rock band so i know he could you know he has a voice but i didn't know that he had that good of a voice like having watched the movie i was like wow this is actually (laughs) a lot better than i expected i expected it to be a little grungier little grittier you know a little rougher but uh but yeah that was like a huge surprise i mean and like you said the film has all the burton traits um it's like that it's you know the setting so it's like very gothic it's very dark very contrasty like black and gray and and then it's ex- excessively gory you know it kind of reminds me of uh, if sleepy hollow was a musical like it kind of has like that same look Um, that's
1: a good point yeah
0: like two different two different uh cinematographers but both those films are very uh similar in like tone and style and Mm -hmm. and setting and all that stuff um but yeah Yeah. i mean it's i think i watched it twice in theaters but i also worked at the theater so it was free so it's not like it was a big (laughs) investment (laughs) um but yeah i mean I, i you know i really enjoyed it um I haven't watched it in a few years. Like, even knowing that we were getting ready to do this episode, I just kind of ran out of time to watch it again. But, like, I, I've seen it, like, like, half a dozen times, probably. Um, and it's it's kind of a... It's a film that's has, it's better than it has any right to be, I would say. Like, just kind of knowing like who's directing it you know tim burton no really experience in musicals or anything even remotely close to that like genre and then you know he's got his usual suspects like way was saying with burton and and carter and then you got alan rickman like just the cast like you look at that and you're like this is a this is a musical like with, the, with these guys mm-hmm. like this is a very <laughs> and then like the mm-hmm. you know the concept just like this murderous barber revenge story slash love story so you know it just is it's such a strange culmination of a lot of different things. And it actually comes together like pretty well. I'm curious, um, Chelsea, you just recently watched it for the first time, right? So it's pretty fresh for you. What yes. are your What are your takeaways?
2: It is. And honestly, I don't remember this movie coming out at all. Like I remember probably over the years at this point hearing about it, but never been like, Oh, I really need to watch this or I've heard so many good things about it. So I definitely went into this just, you know just I kept an open mind and I, I don't know, I have a lot to say, like almost a lot to unpack. Not that it's necessarily any hot takes or anything. It was just <laughs> Start from the hottest was,
0: and work your way down. Oh, <laughs> uh, I mean
2: <laughs> it's it was definitely a very interesting film and a very interesting musical. I'm not really A musical person per se. Like, I've seen stage productions and I've watched some movie musicals here and there. And so, some of them I like, some of them I really dislike. And I think that one thing I think a lot of musicals have is a very convoluted story. We'll just put it that way. Sometimes their storytelling can just get kind of just like pushed to the side and it's all about the production and the songs. And I wouldn't say I like this film, but I appreciated what it did and how it presented itself. And I really think that I couldn't really think of a better director to do it than Tim Burton. Like I really think he his style really helped to sell the film.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you there. I think uh if if it wasn't Burton handling his like his style and his aesthetics like wade was talking about and just the way he kind of presents an image and a visual like i feel like it could have come across a little cornier a little cheesier mm-hmm. yes because the film is a little um you know it's theatrical it's very <laughs> over overly theatrical but i think burton kind of leans into that and his like flourishes with his like style kind of helps make it seem less um, cheeseball. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it kind of comes across more earnest and a little bit more authentic. Um, yeah, but I, I'm also I with you agree. with like with musicals with like the sometimes the plot is just there to service the next uh, song, <laughs> like uh, mm-hmm. like. Um, like White Christmas, it's like one of my favorite Christmas me- movies, and it's also a musical. But like, three fourths of the songs have nothing to do with the plot, and they're kind of just <laughs> they're just <laughs> there as an excuse for, you know, for the for See, the yeah. actors and the talent <laughs> to show off their skill set, basically. Sweeney Todd, I think, does a really good job of transitioning to song in a very believable way. Yes. Because it kind of just, it it's like there, you know, there's a scene going and there's dialogue going and then all of a sudden it kind of slowly develops into like a song and then that kind of, you know, mm-hmm. that goes where it goes and then, you know, next scene. And a lot of musicals, it's, you know, you have the dialogue in the scene and then it's a cut and then like a song starts, you know, but like there's a very smooth um, transition with a Sweeney Talek. Like even one of the scenes where he's, uh, giving Alan Rickman's character a shave.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: then that turns into a song. Like that's just like a very like, and it's also just like a super tense moment in the film too, you know, because this is the guy that he wants to fucking kill, <laughs> you know, and he's sitting there just giving him like this the best shave of his life and singing about it. <laughs> but it's also like, you see the, you see like that, that ire and that hate and that, all that. And, in character. Like, that's just like a, like all that culminates very well and you know it services the plot and the story but it's also like a good song it's also a good just like musical number you know so I think they did a really good job handling um all those different like aspects to, to you know to be a good musical
2: yeah I definitely agree and I was actually surprised by the singing and the film I would mention because I was a little like "Hmm, I'm really curious to see how well like Johnny Depp is and everyone else in this I'm really curious and I was like, okay. Also, I feel like those songs are pretty tough for them. It's a lot. Like they're really fast. Yeah, it's like, really impressive to the
1: music in this musical is not like normal. Um, you know, it's not big poppy stuff. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. it it modulates, it changes. The rhythms are not the same. It it's it's hard music. Yeah. Um yeah. It, it is. So and which is one of the things that caught my ear when I first watched it. Because like, well, you feel like this chord is going to go here. No, it's, we're out out of the ballpark already. And it's like the third chord. Um, It's, it it messes with your ear and it makes you want to keep listening to see what happens next. Even like when they bring up, um, when they bring up old, old melodies and stuff like later. um, Those are also changed Mm -hmm. too. Yeah. So it's, it always, it messes with you a lot.
0: Yeah, when I was when I was uh, doing some uh, trying to find some, you know, like interesting, like fun facts or trivia trivia notes and stuff like that for the film. There was an article where I was talking about uh, uh, Carter's character. Um, oh God, I forget her name. You know, she makes the pies or whatever. Mrs. Mm-hmm. Lovett. Mrs. Lovett. That's right. She was talking about that when, like, when she would rehearse and practice her lines and the and the songs and all that stuff. Since her character, and like in one of the scenes, she's actually like baking while singing. When she's rehearsing, yes. she was like rehearsing, like doing all those all those physical motions because a lot of those tie into like the tempo of the song, and it mm-hmm. helps her like keep on, you know, on the right pace basically. And that's kind of just like another way that showcases um, why it's a good you know mu- like film musical because visually they use a lot of um like character actions and utilization of props and motion to help with that like Wade was saying like some of the more eccentric um music you know because it's not Mm -hmm. like some big it's not not like some show-stopping west side story you know hoopla like it's not that that's bad (laughs) that's just it's just not you know it's not that you know like Wade was saying it's a little bit more off kilter um but it's kind of servicing the character and the story because it's also kind of just a offbeat off-kilter kind of story, you know. It's just it kind of it helps the music helps service the the story, you know, and mm-hmm. the tone of everything being a yeah. little being a little weird.
2: <laughs> yeah, and I actually really did like those scenes. Like I mean most of the scenes with the singing and like the actions, like with her baking the pies and just even you know, the shaving and everything. And I think it's really cool that they you know hitting all those beats and it makes the movie more dynamic and yeah. it's also not just a bunch of dancing
0: cuz that really would make it really really <laughs> odd to let us all break out and just start oh but how amazing would it dancing be dancing down the street or something <laughs> there's like 40 extras that come in off the dock bunch of sailors and they're all just like doing backflips and stuff and yeah that'd be what, it that's becomes what, a really silly film that's what the film's missing right there that's 10 out of 10 right there <laughs> it's a whole different experience. <laughs> um, Wade, what are uh, what are your, what else are some of your favorite things about the, uh, about the film aside from the, uh, the music and like the and the Burton touch.
1: Um, so so when this film came out, it wasn't like too too long after um Borat came out. <laughs> um, so when Sasha Baron Cohen was like, yeah, I'm gonna be in this movie, and I was like what <laughs> like because this you know he'd only done Borat like majorly you know so yeah. any other skills he had was very much unknown um but then he plays the Italian barber yeah the fake Italian barber um and it's like
0: <laughs> amazing
1: uh, yeah like I love <laughs> that scene when they're doing like the shave off yeah um I really love that scene so much just you hear him sing with this awful thick fake Italian accent. Mm-hmm. Um it's just
0: it's just glorious. Yeah, Sasha Baron Cohen is like very uh like under the radar of fantastic actor. You he know? Is, yes. Yes. Like he mm-hmm. is very good in a lot of stuff and he just but he's also like kind of guy that just loves doing like really odd because he also did the dictator, like really screwball, like dumb nonsense <laughs> that you can't take him seriously, but then you see him in something like Hugo or uh um mm-hmm. what's that most recent one he did that Aaron Sorkin film the trial of the Chicago 7 or something like it's like a dramatic yes, piece that's like right. like the dude does some killer stuff so but yeah for that time you know 2007 like fresh off borat and you're like this dude's going to be in a,
1: a <laughs> like a gothic <laughs> you know, musical like, with, <laughs> with
0: Johnny Depp like what the fuck am I watching <laughs> sign me up
1: <laughs> but, but like also like at the, at the end of the movie when you start when everything starts coming to a head um, and all of the little plots start to really converge around, like, one thing, um, and then you see everything just go downhill really fast. Uh, like, just getting to that ending scene, it just... I remember leaving there going, oh, my God. Like, wow. Yeah. It sucks for everybody.
0: <laughs> yeah, the, the the pacing in the film definitely towards that... that like the third act is kind of just like all right this roller coaster needs to end so it's just <laughs> straight down <laughs> yes <laughs> like the last like half an hour is just like all right, we right let's just we got to tie all this up like let's get it over with mm-hmm. you know we don't need this to be some three hour long affair let's <laughs> let's get it over with um and that's another thing i feel like the film wasn't it didn't overstay its welcome you know it wasn't yes, unnecessarily right. long
2: mm-hmm. like
0: it i think they kind of just you know got across what they needed to and didn't have any padding there wasn't a lot of superfluous scenes um like it's a pretty concise um film you know for even for a musical because a lot of musicals like with the musical numbers it's just it kind of pads out um a lot of things and then you're mm-hmm. like all right i just watched a five minute show number now let's actually get back to the plot and they have to like make up for lost time
1: right and like <laughs> and like the the music, like the songs, are not very long. No. Um, and the plot like moves inside of the yes. inside of the songs too. Um yeah. And it, I don't think, the, I don't think it ever goes from one song straight into another song. It gets, mm-hmm. you have time to like process things between.
0: I was gonna say a lot of a lot of the uh, a lot of like the main like character beats and like story beats are kind of delivered to you in those songs. You know. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. so it's one of those things where it's just like if you're the kind of person when you watch a musical and the music number starts and that's when you like leave the room to go to the bathroom or whatever you're gonna miss out on a lot of shit on this movie <laughs> so for real
2: yeah
0: mm-hmm. um, um. did you guys have a uh, did you guys have like a, a favorite scene or anything Chelsea since you watched it like just this week is there anything that was like a like a standout scene for you or is one of your hot takes where it's just like I don't like any of the scenes?
2: <laughs> no, I mean if I if I'm gonna say like something I don't like, my hot take would if it's not really a hot take. It's like I don't like the super slasher aspect of it with all like once have all this blood just pouring on the screen. It's not that I'm squeamish of blood or anything. It's just like it's very that's gratuitous, w- it and that's it the is. point yeah. where I'm like, okay, this movie is almost laughable for me because yeah. we're sewing so, like uh-huh. we're just going overkill for this. And I'm like, please stop mm-hmm. because. You had a pretty decent movie
0: until I just was
2: like, cover the screen with all this blood.
0: (laughs) That's why it was so reminiscent to me for uh, Sleepy Hollow. If you've seen Sleepy Hollow, there's like a scene in that film where he's uh, performing like an autopsy, you know, on on a corpse and there's just like blood spraying out. Like he'll make like the tiniest incision and then like a gallon of blood will spray all over Johnny Depp's face. And I'm like, this is a fucking a cadaver. Like- <laughs> I, don't, I, don't think, I don't think corpses work that way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's just like, it's <laughs> just Burton doing his thing. He's just like, I got a garden hose full of blood. I'm just going to spray it all over this actor when he pokes the tiniest hole. You know, and that, it, Sweeney Todd's the same way. Like it's, he really leans into it. He must have stock in like corn syrup or something.
2: <laughs> Apparently, yeah.
0: Wade, what no. about you? Do you have like a do you have like a favorite scene or anything?
1: Well, um, like the barber the barber duel is is great. Um I think I think I've gotta go with that one. Oh, no, the song the song where Mrs. Lovett is coming up with the idea to to turn people into her meat pies. Oh yeah. Um, yeah that, yeah. that song, that whole thing where they're like dancing around, but like looking out the window and like, look at that person. Like they'd be great in this mm. kind of pie. And yeah. They're like people watching like procession and, profession yeah. and stuff.
0: They're like, you. Yeah. They're like people watching it. Yeah. Developing like a cookbook.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think that might really be my, my most favorite part.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah. Cause we didn't touch on it, but it's this film definitely has like, it's like a dark comedy too you know, like, Hmm. so it's got, it's got scenes like that where like, if you, if you just saw it in writing, you're like, wow, this is (laughs) fucking gross and creepy. But like seeing it in action, you're like, oh, this is kind of, this is amusing. Like this is, it's like oddly, like, I don't know. It's, (laughs) it's, it doesn't come it's not as sinister just because of the way it's being delivered, I guess like it's almost laughable and goofy, you know.
1: Like it, it has its like serious tense moments. Yeah. Um but they're very sudden. Like yeah. they don't hold on for forever. It's like, "Oh my gosh," and then it's over and then you move on past it. Yeah.
2: yeah. The songs are very catchy and it's like, "Oh, I kind of like this," and I'm like, this, is, "This song is so demented. I can't <laughs> yeah. really like this."
1: <laughs> yeah. It's so uh, it was also reflects poorly upon me.
0: <laughs> this is this is one of those uh films um the, one of the few musicals where i would actually like listen to the soundtrack like i would put i had the soundtrack and like i would listen to it in my car like on my way to work or whatever like like i actually really liked um the songs and the score like it was just you know one of those few musical um mm-hmm. soundtracks that i would actually want to listen to outside of the film like um do you guys have uh any favorite, uh, characters?
1: Mrs. Lovett. <laughs> you know, yeah. do you, do you all know who originally played Mrs. Lovett in the original Broadway show?
0: I do not. No.
1: I don't think you're going to believe me, but, um, it was Angela Lansbury.
0: What? Really?
2: Wow.
1: And she, and she won a Tony for it, too. You think of, like, little Angela Lansbury, like, <laughs> baking people into pies? <laughs> and just, you know, enjoying it.
0: <laughs> I mean, kind of. She did she did murder she wrote. She's fucking you know, she's <laughs> <laughs> she can she can get dark. She has that like uh she has that face that's just like, Oh, that's like, you know, a really sweet like grandma that, you know, I'll go up and she'll bake me cookies, but then like it's like a hands on gretel thing. You like get in the door and she's like baking your ass into a pie like that's angela lansbury like (laughs) she comes across all sweet and innocent she knows what she's doing she knows what she's doing (laughs) (laughs) i was actually really surprised um with alan rickman like he like the character on its own is is definitely like something that he's suited for just like um like all of his traits but the singing, what I was not um, hmm. expecting, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and, he, and and he, and they did like everyone did really well. Um, and, and in fact, talking about the casting, I was reading a thing when Burton first took on the project. Um, Stephen Sondheim, who is the composer for mm-hmm. uh, the the for Sweeney Todd. He said that if Tim Burton was going to do the film, that he wanted to have final say on all casting decisions. And he didn't yes. like the idea of Johnny Depp being the lead because he, you know, like I thought his voice would be too dirty, too grungy. And then like, you know, when Johnny Depp auditioned for it and did like a a full, like, you know, a, a, a singing of one, I guess one of the songs or whatever, sometimes like, oh, okay, this dude's got like amazing range. Let's put him in. And then also with Sasha Baron Cohen when he auditioned he sang the entire um Fiddler on the Roof like all of it for his audition. <laughs> oh. Okay. That's like, sh- right. <laughs> like I didn't see anything about um Carter or Rickman so I'm very curious like I know why uh Carter got in it. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was not. Yeah, that's not terribly hard to decipher. <laughs> not, but like, not, not Alan...
2: to well, she still down. had yeah. to audition. I read the thing that he was actually uh, Sondheim was actually really impressed with her. So yeah, well, yeah, I mean they all got an
0: yeah. audition. You know, they got to make it look good on paper. You know, <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> but no, like she, like she, she was the only one that I would that I wasn't afraid of for, like, singing. Like, I expected her to be good at it, you know? It was the others, that you know, Johnny Depp and Alan Rickman and Sasha, where I was just like, are you shitting me? Like, they're gonna be singing in this movie? Like, Helena just kind of has like a very unique voice where I was expecting it to be amazing, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting the other three to be as good as they were, you know?
1: Fair. Well, like, hearing Alan Rickman sing and Johnny Depp sing, like, you know, it was just, I mean, Johnny Depp's voice is very Johnny Depp, like, even when yeah. he's singing, but, like, I don't know, hearing him sing for the first time was just, it was crazy.
0: Yeah, same with Rickman, because, like, Rickman only has, like, one level for his voice, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, he talks the exact mm-hmm. same way when he's happy or mad, like, it's just, like, that very just direct, kind of low-tone kind of grumble, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, there's no way this dude has the range to sing. Like, there's just no way. And yeah, he does. So it worked out.
2: It was funny watching this movie after watching, of course, you know, Harry Potter. I'm like, this is like a really weird Harry Potter reunion of this like weird horror was universe of Harry Potter. There's a lot of people yeah. from well, Harry Potter in and this that movie. Be-
1: that, this came out before um, Deathly Hallows part one came out. So, like, the one kid who was, like, young Grindelwald.
2: Yes. You
1: know, like, we saw him mm-hmm. in this, and then, like, he appeared later. Yeah. And Harry Potter were like, hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, because... But he
2: did do a good job in this did. film, so that was good.
0: Yeah, because you had, you had Carter, you had Brickman, you had, uh, oh, I always forget the actor's name, but the guy who plays... I just call uh, him Wormtail. Yeah, the guy who plays uh, Pettigrew. <laughs> um... <laughs> He's like a he's he's like one of those like uh one of those British actors that's like in everything. He's like that guy. Creep- you, don't, yeah. you don't know his name, but he's like an you see him in like he's mm-hmm. always like uh not quite an extra, but not he's not a lead either. <laughs> you know was a
2: sidekick though. He's always just like side some side character
0: yeah. that has like one like really awesome scene. You're just like who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> you know, just, like, I never remember his name. He was in I'm pretty sure he was in uh Spencer. Uh the Kristen Stewart film that just came out. I'm pretty sure he was in that too.
2: He might have been. I honestly don't remember because, yeah. They were Harald's all cleaned up. It's always, like, you know, get in the background of a scene. and yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's him.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think they polished him up for that film. Didn't make him look as uh, <laughs> d- dastardly. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, they're, yeah. Um,
2: and then you have young and, like, adult Grindelwald and, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, right yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, so, Chelsea, since you're the one that's seen it the most recently would you recommend it to uh, other people if they haven't seen it
2: I think it's I would say yes I think it's worth a watch just once you know especially for those who are curious yeah I mean I'm not gonna say you must watch this film a million times but I think it's definitely a very unique film a unique musical style that many people I don't think are as used to or familiar with, and it's a well-done Tim Burton film, so that's why I said yes. I think I would recommend people just try to watch it once.
0: I think, um, I think this is the kind of musical that's for people who don't like musicals, <laughs> because I think people when they think musical have like a certain film in their head, and mm-hmm. I don't, and I don't think Sweeney Todd would fit that molding if that makes sense. You know, when you think musicals, you're thinking like singing in the rain and mm-hmm. the sound of music and West side story mm-hmm. and, you know, stuff like that. Very much. And, and I think Sweeney Todd is kind of like the anti-musical musical. <laughs> so it's for, it's for people, you know, that like, like Chelsea here who doesn't like musicals. I think it's like the perfect film for not saying you're, you know, you, you refuse to watch them. because you obviously have watched them, you know, it's, I don't one.
2: love musicals, but yes, it yeah. Was
0: but I, I, I think nice it's, I think it's definitely more enjoyable for, for, uh, for those folks that just, either you know, just have like a a, a negative connotation towards musicals, you know, like I, <laughs> I wouldn't recommend someone watch uh, if they don't like musicals. I wouldn't recommend someone watch like Les Mis, but <laughs> I would recommend them watch Sweeney Todd. You know, if that makes sense. Hmm um wade on since you do like musicals you and i both like we we watch a lot of them we really like musicals where would this rank um you know you have to give me like an exact number but is is it like a top five like a top 10 you know where would you put it on your uh in your your hierarchy Uh, for musicals
1: probably top 10 for being so so unique
0: yeah I would probably put it
1: pretty close to top five. It's up there. I was going to say,
0: yeah, I was going to say it would probably be, if not top five, like maybe like six, like right on that threshold, just because it is like, it's like sort of campy. It's fun. It's one of, like I said, it's one of those few musicals that I actually bought the soundtrack and would listen to it. I don't do that for a lot of musicals. (laughs) You know, I'm not listening to King and I in my car while I'm driving to work. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, I like The King and I. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm saying yeah, I do too. It's not my favorite Ham- Rodgers and Hammerstein film. We'll do, we'll do we'll do a podcast on on musicals when shows is oh <laughs> Just
2: because I don't love musicals doesn't mean I haven't seen any or have opinions.
0: <laughs> All right, f- fair. But we'll we'll, it. we'll save back. it when you get back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um But yeah, so, I don't know, you guys have any other, uh, Chelsea, you have anything else you want to uh, uh, talk about? I know, uh, like I said, since you've watched it the most recently, and uh, you said you had some some takeaways. Was there anything else you wanted to get in there?
2: I think the only thing I was going to add was I think what you guys were saying earlier about how, like, it really seems to move, you know, the the story along and doesn't stay too long. And I think that specifically the length of this film is actually really nice because it's not one of those uh, musicals that's like two and a half hours, three hours long. Yeah. It's just the under two hours. So it's doesn't feel like you're wasted your life away watching a musical.
0: Yeah. It's got a short running time and like, a, and you know, like mm-hmm. Wade and I kind of touched on the pacing is so quick so concise mm-hmm. that it doesn't even feel, you know, you you don't really register that runtime, you know, it kind of goes yeah. by pretty fast. It's a very mm-hmm. quick watch. <laughs> like, if you if there's not a clock in your room and you just turn it on, you feel like you just watched something that was like forty five minutes. Like it's a very, and it's it's mostly because like even the scenes themselves don't really linger. Like Wade was saying, the songs aren't super long. Mm-hmm. Like nothing about it like feels padded out. You know, it's it's just there long enough to get the point across and move on. Like it's not overindulgent at all. I guess it's overindulgent with blood, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, but nothing else. Lie. But nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> no. But yeah, I don't know. I would recommend people watch it. I think it's a good. I think it's, if anything, like I said, it's a good musical for people who may not like them. And two, it's also just a. It's it's just an uh, not only like a an interesting story, but it's also just interesting seeing these uh, these actors do these performances, like seeing a Johnny Depp or an Alan Rickman or, or you know whoever like doing these like t- musical numbers. You know, like it just kind of helps showcase their uh, their like diverse skill set. So if anything, mm-hmm. that's also just a worth a watch. You know, just to, just to see the, the that stuff showcased. So, Wade, what about you? You got anything else to add to it? This is um, I don't this think is your so. this is your pick.
1: Um, it's it's a good time. It's not a waste of time or money. <laughs> Go watch it. Go enjoy the music. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. I mean, if anything, you can probably just stream the soundtrack, and if the soundtrack hits with you, then check the film out.
1: Mm-hmm. You know.
0: You know, like I said, it is just it is just a good some good music just to listen to you know if you uh, kind of engage with it that way and, and see if it if it takes off yeah all right well I think we said all there is to say about Sweeney Todd um, so yeah I would say the consensus is go check it out if you haven't and uh, Chelsea why don't you uh, why don't you take us out
2: Yes, so thanks everyone for listening to this week's episode, our special Real Talk episode about Sweeney Todd. Let us know on our social medias if you've watched Sweeney Todd and what you think of it. We are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Pod PodDemastered. You can also email us at demasteredpodcast at gmail.com. We also have Discord where you can have a whole discussion with us about this movie or about anything other films games anything like that the link for our discord is in the link to this episode and please be sure to you know like and subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast and don't forget to send us any questions for our special q a one year anniversary episode and thanks again for listening to this week's episode and we hope you tune in next week see ya
1: see ya